Good morning, brothers and sisters. I'm just Joe, no title, and I'm so glad you joined me for the Lord's Word of God today. And today is a wonderful day to celebrate our Lord and Savior, Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and there is no other. Amen? Amen. And so today's message is about the power of God. And before we get into the Word, I'd like to share an experience that happened to me many years ago. I was in Uganda, Africa, and I went to visit a church that a pastor had planted, and there was very few Christians there, and they had a tent. And so we continued to visit there, and the church grew, the church members grew. I'd say about half of the village were Christians. And so we put our resources together to build a church for them. And once the church was built, I traveled to Africa with my wife to see the finished product. And so we were very excited to go. And as we were traveling to the church, the pastor told me that he wanted to stop at the police station and ask a couple officers to follow us over there. He anticipated that there might be problems. And so I said, sure. And so we stopped by there and a couple officers followed behind us. So we had the church service and it was wonderful. It was powerful and the pastor was good and they were singing with the spirit. It was wonderful. And so as we left, we were traveling down the path. The villagers that were not Christians, they surrounded the vehicle. And even one woman fell to the ground in front of the vehicle. We could not move. And they were beating the doors and beating on the window and trying to shake the vehicle. And so the pastor is on the phone to Kampala, which is a good 60 miles away, to get reinforcements. Then one of the officers comes to my window and asks to, to use the cell phone to call for reinforcements from the substation that they came from. And he's literally shaking his hand when he receives the phone. This is how scared he is. You can imagine what's going on in the vehicle that I'm in. And so he walks away about 25 yards from where we're at, totally leaving his post. The young man behind, he's an officer, he comes to my door. And he tells me that they want to put petrol on the vehicle and set it on fire. At this point, my wife is laying on the back seat, crying hysterically, praying to God. The pastor is on the phone still to Kampala, and I tell them, do you not know that there are angels here protecting us? At that moment, I see the biggest Ugandan I've ever seen in my life in front of the vehicle, about 10 yards away, talking to another individual. And I say to myself, come on, homeboy, help us out. He walks to the back of the vehicle. Ultimately, the reinforcements come from the substation and they separate the people, they get the leaders of the pack and they take them to the police station and they tell us to follow along so the pastor that I'm with can give a statement. We go to the police station, which is a good five to 10 miles away. We park, the pastor goes in. A few minutes later, out of nowhere, the man that I saw, the big man that went to the back of the truck where they were going to throw petrol 
and set the car on fire, looks in the window and says to me, are you all right? And I said, yes, we are. And he said, that's good. And he walked away. That's the power of God, brothers and sisters. God Almighty saved us that day, delivered us from the fire, from the torture and pain and death that we would have had if God Almighty did not step in and save us that day. And so I just want to give all glory to God and praise his name and tell you that if you've had good things happen to you, and if you're a Christian, you believe Jesus came incarnated from heaven, died and rose for your sins and mine, and you have repented of your sinful ways. Brothers and sisters, I know you have the Holy Spirit, and I know God has protected you and saved you in many times of trouble. And so you need to share that, brothers and sisters, with other people to strengthen their faith so that when they're going through a test, they will pass with flying colors and God will come through for them and take care of them. Amen? Amen. And so now, brothers and sisters, we'll look at the word of God to see the power of God. Please turn with me to the book of Daniel in chapter 3. To set the stage, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon has set a decree. He has created a fake God out of gold, and he wants people to worship that fake God. And whenever they hear the music playing, no matter where they are, to bow down and worship this fake God. And anyone who does not do it is to be thrown into a furnace of fire. I'm reading from verse 8. Therefore, at that time, certain Chaldeans came forward and accused the Jews. And they tell the king, there are certain Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon. Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not paid due regard to you. They do not serve your gods or worship your golden image, which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in rage and fury, gave the command to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Nebuchadnezzar spoke and saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my God or worship the gold image, which I have set up? Now, if you are ready at the time, you hear the sound of the horns, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, and the symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made. Good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who would deliver you from my hands? Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury and the expression on his face changed towards Sadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And he spoke the command that they heat the furnace seven times more than it usually was heated. And these three men, Shadmik, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar was astonished, and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to the counselors, Did we not cast three men bound in the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king, 
Look, he answered, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. So the Son of God, Jesus himself, before he comes incarnated in human form to die for your sins and mine, was right there in the midst of the fire. And he kept them from being burned. Praise God. Praise Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Just gives me chills thinking about it. All right. The next passage we'll read is also found in the book of Daniel, chapter 6. And so to lay the stage, we have a new king here. It's King Darius. And King Darius has made Daniel one of the three governors because he has a spirit in him that is powerful, all powerful, because the Holy Spirit comes upon him when is needed, as he did to all the prophets of the old text. And so Daniel is able to interpret the dreams of the kings and the kings before those kings. And his name is among all the great men among the Chaldeans and the Medes and the Persians. And so King Darius has made him one of the three governors of all the land. And he is so fond of him, he's thinking about making him ruler over everything. Well, the governors are very jealous and do not like the idea of this. And so they want to devise some kind of plan to get rid of Daniel. And they can't find anything wrong with him, but they know that he worships the true and living God that you and I worship. And so they want to find some way of convicting him so King Darius can get rid of him. And so we'll pick it up on verse 7. All of the governors of the kingdom, the administrators and the satraps and the counselors and advisors have consulted together and established a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whoever petitions any god or man for 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. Therefore, King Darius signed a written decree. Now, when Daniel knew that, that the writing was signed, he went home and in his upper room with his windows open towards Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. So they went to the king and they told the king what Daniel had done. So the king gave the command and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Then the king rose very early in the morning and went in haste to the den of lions. The king spoke saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouths so that they have not hurt me, because I was found innocent before him. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no injury whatsoever was found on him, because he believed in his God. Brothers and sisters, he had faith, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had faith that God would deliver them from that trial, from that horrible time of trouble. And you too have to have that faith. The word of God tells us, and it doesn't lie, 
If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain from here to there. It doesn't mean you're literally going to move a mountain. It means you can handle any problem that arises. Because it's not you that's handling it, brothers and sisters. You just have the faith and God takes care of the problem. Just like when you're sick or you need healing. You have faith and God is the one that does the healing. Jesus himself is the one that heals us. Amen? Amen. So brothers and sisters, you've got to keep the faith and keep pressing forward for that upward call. And we all have to be tested to grow in Christ. The test is to make us better, to bring us closer to God. Amen? Amen.